the following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers podcast brought to you by the CSPN. I am one third of your host, Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante on Twitter, a.k.a. Um, I wake up on Beijing time and I'm on the cusp of always being late at work still, a.k.a. Stop being weird on the Internet. And I am joined by my friend and my co-host. It is your girl, London's mom, a.k.a. Intense Desire. AKA, I left the air on. AKA, is y'all bitches really leaving y'all kids in the car to go get some Chipotle? AKA, I might leave London in the car for some queso from Qdoba. Uh, AKA, judge the mama, don't judge me. And we are joined by our third member who comes and checks in with us monthly. I will let him introduce himself. What's up, what's up? It's Curtis, a.k.a. Trillificent, a.k.a. Coonloaf, a.k.a. Who in the fuck cooks macaroni and cheese in a goddamn slow cooker? A.k.a. Don't be alive or breathe near me while I'm at work. I don't get paid to socialize. And I'm I'm here. It's the best part of the show. No offense to the, you know, the regular host or whatever, but I know y'all only come back every month for my appearance. So I was here. I'm here. <laughs> Shady boots already. Shady boots. Is it shade or is it truth? Ooh, ooh, ooh. It's Oops. both. It's both. Well, Absolutely. Definitely both. Match me by my do rag strings. Then, goddamn it. <laughs> yes. Uh, but thank you. Nah, I'm ready to chop it up. I'm ready to chop it up. Yes. Um. But let me pay bills right quick. You are listening to a CSPN production. You can go to our C website, CSPN.us. You can click that podcast tab and listen to all of our episodes thus far under the Ratchet Rambling page. And if you like all of this uh, Ratchet um, shit that we have been talking about for going on 21 episodes, you can go to that Keep Our Podcast free tab on our website, shop with all of our sponsors, um, our boss man's Classic. He has really stepped up his game this year. This nigga got us for sponsors from every goddamn well. And um, all, and if you shout with our sponsors, all it does is give him a little portion of the brick to keep the lights on and keep all of our shows free. So you won't have to pay to listen to me sound like a plate of chitlins because I wouldn't pay for that shit. And nowhere in hell, nowhere in hell would I pay to listen to me talk. I mean, have you heard me talk? Like, what is? Why would? Why, why would you pay for that? Um, oh yes. Oh. One of, our, one of the sponsors, one of the new sponsors, because I was looking, and it's Blue Apron, and I love Blue Apron. Uh, I, I use Blue Apron uh, every so often because I am uh, kind of a lazy motherfucker. And <laughs> it's fine. You're and, doing amazing, friend. And between work and London and Mike and all of that, sometimes just grocery shopping and cutting shit up 
prepping, food prepping, but Blue Apron delivers the shit in a box, code, portion control. It comes with seasoning. So I know you if you're scared to order through one through Blue Apron, don't worry, it comes with seasoning. Right. We ain't gonna uh, have you out here like white folks. Well, we're not gonna have you out here with your chicken and shit. Um, so yeah, that's one of our sponsors. So give it a try. Uh, I like Blue Apron. I'm probably gonna order something since it's one of our sponsors now. Mm-hmm. Yep, that is correct. And cool. if you fuck with this podcast specifically, you can share the links on social media. You can uh, leave us reviews. However, you listen to your podcast through your podcast uh, listening device. Um, one of the biggest platforms is iTunes. Um, help us get on these charts. Help us grow. And I actually have a new review to read. And I got to tell you something. Uh, pastor and co-pastor, not please. Y'all been slipping. It's been a minute since I read a new review. What's going on? Y'all don't what what we we've been getting y'all this theater and y'all ain't putting five on it. Like what is going on, y'all? We, what what's happening? Y'all don't love us no more. It's fine. It's cool. It be it be it be your own niggas. Be your own niggas. <laughs> but uh <laughs> but I do have a review. Um and this is <laughs> the t- i just the title of the review um is five stars, it's on iTunes, and the title of the review is White diamonds are forever. (laughs) (laughs) Throwback. Yes, yes, yes. Shout out to Candace's mama. Um, (laughs) But the review is from um, ND1920. And um, it goes, hey, booze, I've been listening since day one. And if you're looking for a podcast that will provide you with a weekly recap of your fave ratchet shows, then you are in the right place. I look forward to this. I look forward to this show weekly and especially, especially London's sweet little voice. Don't we all? Um, y'all tell everyone about the greatness of the of Ratchet Ramblings, and every now again, every now and then, you'll hear a Game of Thrones reference to keep us afloat. You're doing amazing, sweeties, and keep up the good work. Love, recognize, taste from Twitter, smiley face. That's what's up. Yes, that's what's up. And I wanted to say that. I, uh, shout out to y'all, y'all. What? What'd you say? This what? Twenty one episodes deep. Yes. yes. Like, shout out to y'all because as quote unquote saturated as the podcast market is it's a lot of podcasts that don't make it that far so shout out to y'all and appreciate y'all for letting me be a part of it i know i like i said i bogarted my way on but you know that's it's what real niggas do it's fine so your family it is what it is it's fine your family you're doing amazing friend sometimes uh, you just gotta debo your way into some shit and make I everybody mean, love it Right. I mean, and the thing about it is, like, the times that I've been on the show, like, we've had a good fucking time. Like, those episodes are dope. So, I will toot myself my my own horn and pat myself on the back. Correct. We do. Uh, We we does that. When I was when we were on the gay side stories, we had a good time. Uh, When we did an episode of Crown and Collards, we had a good time. We always have a good time whenever we podcast together. So that's why I'm always down for uh, you coming by monthly. Especially to discuss uh, ratchet bullshit. Yeah, this is this a good outlet because you know my show is completely different. It's a yes. completely different format. So to be be able to get on here and talk cash shit and crack jokes and laugh, and it's it, it's got it's kind of an outlet for me too because um on Crown of College, you know we uh um it's kind it's of just a different uh, format. Yeah, different format, more serious show. We cover a lot more pop culture. Um, but, um, and also, um, like serious stuff, political stuff on Crown of Collars. But, um, even when we had the, <clears throat> excuse me, the ratchet on um, recap shows on that, that was kind of an outlet for me and 
uh, Candace when she would guest on there to kind of, you know, deviate just a little bit. And even then, sometimes on certain episodes, we touched on some serious stuff. And then it branched out to this. And it's thanks to y'all, the fans. Like, it was people that fucked with on Crown of Collars and me and Candace and, you know, and Curtis. And, like, we, we got something good over here. And it's good to give – um, CSPN some diversity. So if you if you you know we got political shows on uh, CSPN, we got nerd shit, we got some everything. But if you really just want some motherfuckers to talk cash shit about your favorite reality TV uh, shows, look no further. Like that's what you know why we here. It us. It us. You know why? Hey, it us. You know why we here? Uh, Speaking of, let's get into some shit. That is correct. Where do y'all want to start? I think we should start with love and hip hop because I think that was the weakest offering, but that's just my opinion. I, I'm, I agree. I agree. I third that. I third that emotion. Okay, so first and foremost, Mariah Lynn, bitch, are you are you okay? Like, nope. are you well? Not okay. No, she's because not. what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you showing Remy Ma your titties? Like nothing about Remy Ma says. Mm, I want to see some some chicken cutlets tonight. Like <laughs> really? she came to help you out with your bullshit. And even agreed to jump on a song with you with which I was like, Remy, are you sure sis? Right. Everybody you, everybody you know? gotta do some philanthropy. Right. Right. That's a that's a outreach program if I've ever seen one. <laughs> you uh know what Mariah Land titties remind me of. You ever seen when somebody leaves some top ramen in the bowl and it dry out? Can. Yeah. Huh. Can. Okay. Mm. Wow. Mm-mm. Respect my agency, Mariah Lynn. Her titties, <laughs> her, <laughs> her titties remind me of like Nintendo DS cartridges. It's just like, like, like it's like some it's like um, somebody melted two Wii remotes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, they. I mean, I guess they getting sucked Remy on or whatever. So, like, I thought Remy was getting ready to shoot her because you know Remy stays strapped. So, right. I thought I was she was getting ready to shoot her. Be like, if you ain't got to worry about no surgery because Remy about to stab your ass. <laughs> if ever it was a time to catch an assault charge, it was for saying some sad ass titties. Right. <laughs> I know, right? Like, but that whole thing was just dumb because she's like, Remy's telling her, like, girl, you don't need no, you white. Like, change your, like, Remy. So the interesting thing about this scene, Remy, I feel like, had a had good advice from Mariah Lynn. She was like, you don't need to be this little ghetto brats doll that you're trying to be. Like, Take your ass to the store. Get take that shit out your head. Take them clothes off because you can't even fill them out right. And basically, Remy was like, "Transform yourself into Trinity from the Matrix, bitch, and slay." And I'm like, if Mariah Lynn did that and embraced, like, you are white, sis. That's why you're not popping because the shit is not authentic. You white. You can't pull that off. You can't pull that hair off. You can't pull none of that off. And Remy is telling you, you got talent, which. Mm, uh, questionable. <clears throat> you know, I feel like Remy. She she hadn't had her Wheaties that day. I feel like she was being too goddamn. She was nice being at nice. Yeah, she was being very very nice. But right. she was being, uh, you know, I get it. She was trying not. She, to, she was trying not to violate her parole. That's what it was. That too. And it's like, okay, you <laughs> you got Remy Ma giving you the recipe, and you like, no, nah, I'm gonna go get some titties anyway, girl. What? Yo. It's like Mariah Lynn got called ugly by some Twitter niggas and then went to go get, get surgery. And I'm going to the best. I'm going to Dr. Miami. We don't give a fuck, bitch. Dr. Miami don't work on faces, do we? That's what you should... You know what? We don't need to do that. <laughs> 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 I 
You are doing amazing, Curtis. <laughs> we don't need to go down that rabbit hole with that rabbit. Right, cause that is a if that that is a rabbit if you ever seen one. Because that's but, a happy Easter looking ass bitch if I've ever seen one. But you know, yeah, get in yeah. how you feel, then I guess. Yeah, good look. Like what what you always say, good luck, everybody. Good, good the hell look, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, speaking of good luck, um, apparently Papoose is making music, and I'm I'm trying to figure out why he hates us. I, I would like to know who asked Papoose to get back in the studio. I thought we I all also made- would like to know why Papoose's head is so small. Well, I mean, when you when I mean when you wear fitted to shower, I mean, like when you wear fit for everything, I mean, but he legit looked like that turtle meme. That you know that turtle that looked real, just strung out and, and like help me please. I know what I mean. You talk- he looked just like that turtle. Me like why your head so damn small? Fuck. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm talking about? That crying turtle. <laughs> yeah. I, I like Papoose as a person. I don't want. Yeah, hear he's music cool from- as a person and as a husband. I don't want to but- hear music from him ever. Right. Listen. Mm. Ever. I don't want to hear music from Papoose. We don't, we don't want hashtag, that. Hashtag Papoose. We don't, hashtag, we don't need that. Hashtag go look for the fertility doctor and leave that music shit alone. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, hashtag was, stop washing your fittings in the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> okay, y'all gonna get quiet as fuck. Curtis. I, mean, London, I mean, London pretty much feel this for this shit. <laughs> and now why London screamed like ooh <laughs> she was like spicy <laughs> caliente uh, yeah so, speaking but, uh, of caliente then when at the end when uh cause Candace just mentioned it when Remy and Pap started arguing I could kind of see both sides but at the same time it's like you can't sit there and be like you're not serious about this if you had one job and you didn't even do that. Like, how you come to the argument with no fucking receipts? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Remy, Remy did have receipts. Remy was like, "I'm here. I'm asking you, nigga, and you gonna tell me I'm not serious about it?" Now he, depending on how you look at it and how you feel about the situation, he had a little bit of a point. I get it, but at the same time, Remy just got home like what three years ago. You can't expect her to just lay down and be like, "Okay, I'm not doing nothing but concentrating on having a baby." Like. Typical, yeah. typical straight man. When he uh, when he don't do what the fuck he's supposed to do, that nigga gonna try to deflect. Oh, he did that. He definitely had his uh, shields up. He was deflecting like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like, yeah. well, we both know which one of us want this baby, and she was like, "It must not be you, because you still ain't found no fucking doctor." Pretty much. I'm like, I mean, I mean, forgive, forgive me for quote unquote always taking the woman's side, but it's like, uh, nigga, you ain't the one that got to push a baby out of them. So I'm like, right. and the I, fact that she's even willing to have this conversation to do this with everything that she got going on, like she's trying to to launch her career, relaunch, restart, jumpstart, whatever you want to call it. You really trying to wish her bad bitch status? She trying to do whatever it takes. She yeah. because you got. Anyone in that position, anyone in the music industry, in the entertainment industry, but especially someone in Remy's situation, you got to capitalize when you can. Yeah. Like, because we know the music industry is fickle as fuck, and and it ain't been easy for Remy. Shit, she came yeah. out, she did a whole album with Fat Joe, and that shit went double garbage liner, and she did the song with Lil Kim, and I don't, 
I, still I don't like know her. what's going on with that. I, still I like mean, her. I've heard it, and mm. so anyway, um, yeah, I I was with Remy on that. It was like if he had found the doctor and she had missed appointments and stuff like that, I could see him charging her up about it. But she's like. Nigga, I've been doing all of my stuff. I've been waiting for you to come to me and be like, okay, you got to go get blood drawn. We got to go meet with this doctor. She like, you ain't been doing shit, and you mad at me. So what's really good? Yeah, she did. She did, as the young kids say, have the receipts. Oh, yeah. She definitely put out a CVS receipt on that ass. Yeah. Um, that's the receipts of all receipts. I know, right? But when CVS receipts be long as shit. With a whole bunch of bullshit on them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing good on that. Be like, bitch, what the fuck? Anyway. Right. Long as NIE's face. That is Ooh, a way, uh, my friend, because I was about to get to that. See, friend, you are Candace. We are doing amazing. Um, I am a terrible person. You well, know what? God well, love me. It's fine. it's fine. I'm gonna let Jeremy go, and then I, I have. Uh, oh, I was, I was say- like, I was telling y'all earlier. I finally figured out what Annalise looks like, and I feel like maybe somebody said this, and I saw it, and I and I forgot. But anyway, go ahead, Jeremy. Uh, so Ana, uh, so Anae spilled the tea of um, um, not Navarro, Ashley, her sister, who Navarro is her manager or supposed to be manager. Well, it's the company, like his company. Yeah, manages her sister. Okay, okay, that's what it was. I knew it was something like that. Thank you, Curtis. Yeah, and so Ashley's sister, I think her. First of all, I will, I will say this. Um. Her sister, well, I think her name is Alicia or something like something to that effect. Something with an A. That's yeah, not, her, that's her and goddamn Ashley are about as thick as Southern racism. That's number one. <laughs> number two, she she went to Navarro like, look, um, yeah, you got to fire my sister, your wife. Like, <laughs> she was like, yeah, uh, yeah. this you got to get let this bitch go. <laughs> and Ada East was like, well, since the elephant is in the room, I guess. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I fucking hate you for I imitating my, the accent. I did my best impression. <laughs> she was like, well, nobody's else going to talk about it. Let's talk about Ashley, darling. Your sister wants wants your husband to fire you. Go ahead, Curtis. I said, sure, go ahead. Oh, that wasn't even the part. I'm going to save it for when we get to Anais and Rich Dollars. But yeah, that whole situation was like fucked up. But then at the same time, it's one of those situations where it's like, you're not really sure how how to handle it because if I don't want my sister managing my shit no more because I feel like she ain't doing shit, how do I go to my sister and be like, you're a trash bitch and you fire? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> no, Ashley, Ashley was like, look, so, okay, so that's how it is. Ashley was like, oh, uh, so y'all, so you couldn't come to me and I'm supposed to be your sister and we could talk about this like adults. You go behind my back. So she was like, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you and just walked right. off. Well, the other part of that is Navarro was tongue-tied because Ashley's sister gave that nigga an ultimatum and a deadline. It was like, this needs to be done by this time or I'm going upside your head. And so when she, because she pulled up and the first thing out of her mouth was, is it Did done? you fire her yet? Is that bitch gone? And then right. when when uh, NIE spilled the beans, Navarro's over there, that's not what she meant. And her sister was like, that's exactly what I meant. I told you to fire her. I was like, you just going to talk about your sister like the bitch ain't standing right here? Right. Standing here, thick as cold-ass prison grits. 
and you just yep. talking about her like she's not even here. Like, damn. Did you see Ashley do? Did, I mean, not, yeah. Did you see her do the Lincoln White man face? Because soon as Absolutely. she said it, she was like, soon as um, soon as Alicia said, like, yeah, I told her to fire fire you, and she was like, oh, excuse you, right? That shit she was, was like, oh, oh, so y'all want to hit people with garbage cans, huh? Right. But the the real <laughs> fucked up part of of that to me was, and I'm not even capable for Navarro, but. If if I'm having a building dedicated to me, we absolutely not talking about this bullshit on the street when I have a whole event. For, like this is about me. We can talk about this later. A whole ass event. I have a whole ass event. I got all these people, random strangers coming up on the street and shit, and y'all y'all are here making, making me look bad. Like I can't handle my business because my artists are out here fighting with my girlfriend slash business partner. So that was trash to me. Like all y'all out here wilding. And it actually didn't have no she she didn't have no defense, which makes me feel like she really don't do shit because even when her and Navarro had that talk, what she didn't even have no defense. She just walked away and started crying because Navarro was like, I mean, I'll be calling you at like one o'clock and it sounds like you just not getting up. And she was like, well, I don't have the same energy as you to be uh, going all over the place. And it was like, bitch, I'm just you. She was like, I work from home. And he was like, yeah. You work from home, so you shouldn't just be getting up at no one o'clock. Like, are you stupid? <laughs> right. Like, she didn't want to take no account. It was it was weird. It was like the way they probably ain't lying about Ashley, but the way they handled it was weird. Oh yeah, the way they handled it was absolute garbage. Yeah. But yeah. it sounds like sister girl ain't been handling her business because, like, I I just don't see your sister who y'all was just united over Anais acting stupid coming back two episodes later and being like, get this bitch the fuck on from my career. And not even, it didn't even approach her sister like, look, this is just business. We still sisters. Like, we got the same hairstyle, bitch. We in this. Listen, if you gotta, first off, if you gonna work with family, you gotta understand the 22. So you gotta be prepared to fire that same family that you hired. Right. I think I could leave my sister's boyfriend to fire her. Like, not only are you being a coward, you didn't threw her goddamn relationship in the blender, too. Like, goddamn, bitch. Like, I'm going to want some pussy tonight, and you going to, like, my, my in-house pussy. Your sister. She going to still be your sister. She might break up with me, bitch. What are right. you doing? Fucking up the church money. Like, what is you? why are you so loud? You playing games. Your sister got the fire net, too. <laughs> 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 like... Seriously. Yo, took me from the back. I ain't never had no shit like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> in the words, in the words of the great Twitter pickneys, your sister be rolling my blunts and getting on her knees while I play 2K. <laughs> what is you doing? And they need a controller as soon as I walk in the door. As soon as I walk in the door, like. <laughs> Candace, I can't stand. You sitting up here playing these ball headed games. You sitting here playing these ball headed games. You selfish. You know that. <laughs> and then not only that, so after the conversation, she walk off like you need to fix this, and until you do, I'm not working with you. And it's like this is a mess that you made. What you mean? I gotta fix it. Not to mention this your sister. Right. right. Like, like you dumped this mess on me and then, t- then and then give me another ultimatum. I need to fix it. I right, this, like, your, this your blood. I can't tell because she right. that bitch got ice on her. That bitch got sonic ice floating through her veins the way she was acting. The mm. shit went like I, and I like I do get it. Like my money, if I hire you to do a job, my money is greater than your personal problems 
And that's just what it is when it comes to the job that I hire you to do. But Jesus Christ, at least if you my boss, fire me then. Shit. Right. Like, right. Mm-hmm. like you was right. being a real whole ass coward about that shit. Right. Correct. Don't play, don't play with me. But uh okay. so I think that's I think well no, no, Curtis. Curtis uh, had, I'm uh, so goddamn sick of Anais and Rich already. Yeah. That shit hey, is first gross. of all Anais look like rich and drag to me. So like <laughs> so like, like rich dating himself is like creeping me out also. Like even the tone of their voice sounds. I was gonna say to they me. speak similarly to oh me. Oh my god, Curtis, they sound fucking similar. Like he do, like he remind me. Uh, and I used to remind me of like if Rich was an extra in Too Wong Fu or some shit. <laughs> like remember, <laughs> like remember when Wesley Snipes tried to sound like a woman, mm-hmm. but you knew it was Wesley Snipes. Like even if you didn't see him, you would know it was Wesley Snipes. That's how I feel about Anais. Like her voice sound like Rich to me. So, I feel like someone said this before, but I can't remember. And it dawned on me when I was looking at, let me rephrase. It dawned on me when I was trying to look at the scene with Anais and Rich Dollars in the car. And they were like kissing. And I was like, this, mm, let me go get some Pepto because yuck. But Anais looks just like handsome Squidward with a wig. You know what? Hey. I can't find a lot. Valid. She looks, ex- I don't know, if it's just me, she looks exactly like Handsome Squidward to me. I'm like, every time she starts talking, all I hear is, meh, 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 meh. I'm like, mm, damn, that's an unfortunate face. It, yeah, but she putting herself in a messy situation for no damn reason. And good luck, sis. Yo, with, with Rich Dollars. And so we were t- I was, me inside our special, we were talking about that on Twitter because Rich Dollars looks, I don't get it. Like, he his he definitely definitely has a head like you know when Halloween season come and they have those cookies that are shaped like pumpkins. Tell <laughs> <laughs> mm. <Not in> London. <laughs> London I, said that's right. Them them nasty sugar cookies with the thick frosting. Yeah, you know them nasty ass cookies that they shape like yeah. pumpkins and when you bake them they come out looking crazy. Yeah. That's what Rich Dollars looks like to me. So I don't I don't get it. Why these ladies are so pressed to fuck him or whatever the case may be. He look he looked like mucus. He look he looked like what come out after you're trying to get over a cold, like the tail end of a cold when you like Flim. He looked like Flim. He looked look, yeah. yeah. He that's rich. He looked like <clears throat> he looked like we're gonna call him Flim Dollars. Flim, you know what? He looks so, like he yeah. looks like like Speedy Gonzalez, like when he had like a, a uncle or a grandpa mouse. <laughs> That's what he looked like, like the older mouse, like Tom and Jerry. Whenever his uncle, the one that was singing Crombone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you be knowing, you know. That's what Di- he looked like. Diabetes Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> Type two Gonzalez. <laughs> 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 Sugar Ins- ins- insulin Gonzalez. <laughs> oh God. Sugar Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> Dialysis Gonzalez. Goddamn. Big, big Mama Gonzalez. He gonna have a big mama foot. Gangrene Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Oh man. But that was it. I was like, that's an ugly couple, but good luck, everybody. I don't I don't get that yeah, shit at all. And Rich Thomas was trash for not telling uh DJ uh, not DJ self. Uh what's his name? 
Navarro. Like, nigga, you so dead. You fucking coward. Like, just tell the nigga you first fucking his client. It's not that big of a deal. First of all, when rich dollars, I mean, not when when DJ Self is looking at you like you wilding, that should let you know. When they, a nigga that looked like a burnt pig in a blanket looking at you crazy, that's how you know you can. You need to reevaluate. Right. DJ Self looked like a scab. Accurate. Accurate. Yep. DJ Self looked like a turtle in the damn water. His damn self. Yo, yeah, DJ yeah. Self looked. His just, head. You know his head oh looks like God. the turtle van. You remember he that old like turtle Franklin van toy? Turtle. He his like head Franklin looks like that. Oh. Yes. I said Franklin the turtle. She turned up. He do look like Franklin the turtle. Mm-hmm. There you go. London, like I'm looking at him on TV. He turned to the side, and I got that profile view of his head, and I was like, this nigga head looked like that old turtle van toy I used to have. Turtles on the motherfucking half shell. Yep. Nigga look like Leonardo. No, I like, like Leonardo. That is absolutely a fact. <laughs> he definitely looks like old chicken wings and meatloaf. <laughs> but I think that's it for Love and Hip Hop. Love and Hip Hop been dry, but this... this yeah, because like- that whole thing with Sophia the Body was stupid. Yeah, Man, her fucking with James is stupid. Elaine, like I said last week, Elaine deserves Elaine. Yeah, that's true. That's true. She dead ass don't see nothing wrong with what the fuck she did. Mm-mm, nothing. And then they deleted the scene, I guess, from when it came on the show. I mean, on TV with her manager. Her manager got her ass moved together. Oh, really? I don't know if y'all saw that scene. She met up with her manager in the bar, and she had the dog with her. And she was telling. And first of all, he was pissed because he was like, "Bitch." I haven't spoken to you in two weeks. What the fuck wrong with you? And she was like, well, you know, I did that video. And he was like, why are you doing videos? And then she she told him about, so she told him about all of that, told him about the drama with uh, whatever that dude that she kicked out. Oh, yeah, uh, Yeah. And her manager was like, basically, in in so many words, he was like, bitch, do you want dick or do you want a a career? Because... I you can't, can't do both. I, I'm trying to figure it out because you doing you and doing he, videos for free and shit, bitch. You sound stupid. Like like how stupid, how you stupid. claiming you an industry vet? How you claiming you ain't new to this? You true to this? And you doing videos for free for niggas who ain't even own? You ain't doing and the getting video. ten check by Mariah Lynn and shit. You ain't doing video for the Migos. You ain't right. doing no like you for James. Ain't nobody heard of R. But his the nigga that you was with and living with her songs that's been on the radio than James R. Producing. <laughs> James R. look like a pimple that's, that need to be popped. I mean, he acts like it, so yes. Because James R. is not bad looking, but the way he act, it make him look like a rash. So Right, he is a whole ass lame. He, how you manage to how you manage to out lame Cisco? Listen. And Cisco, that's a hard, that's a hard feat. Listen, because Cisco is so peer looking ass. Right but yeah, I don't have nothing else for loving hip hop because that's. I I feel like I fell asleep on part of it, to be quite honest. So, I mean, hey, hey. it was boring. It was dry. It was dry. It was champagne turkey dry. Yep. All right. What's next? My suggestion would be, uh, Real Housewives. Yep. Yes, let's 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 talk we, about. It. We definitely could run with your order. Yeah, I don't mind. I'm trying to go from least um, or most dry to like most moist. Yeah, I'm with that. Actually, not. I don't like the word moist. So <laughs> you try you trying to go from me to theater. That yeah. There you go. So 
yeah, I would say uh, Real Housewives. So that starting off, Nene was turned the fuck up. I mean, that wig is terrible because she definitely looked like trash. a Lego housewife. Trash, but, absolute trash. But yeah. the more money Nene has gotten, the worse her wigs have gotten. The worse her everything has gotten. Have you seen that face? That nose. She looks really bad to me. Like the her only- nose looks like a bottle of Aquafina. Like, mm. like it's really disappointing. It is because I feel like she had the nose that fit her like two surgeries ago. I feel like two. I agree. I feel like two surgeries ago and two seasons ago, Nene was good all around. She was like the best that she was probably gonna look. Even her body was good. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel this, like she. Oh. <laughs> I feel like she just looks so, really weird now. She looks weird. So you know, I don't know what they call it, but that's you know that shot whenever they go to commercial when they all in black and they hold their peach out. Yeah. That dress that Nene has on, I, I'm just like that doesn't. It's not flattering. Like Nene looked like she shaped like a double quarter pounder in that dress. Nene has gained some weight, and she don't want to dress dress the body she currently has right like spanks can only do so much yes so but that i was here for that because I, let me tell y'all i'm sick of portia and her fake crying and her fake tears let's talk about it Please. i'm so fucking tired of, of portia portia spent the whole fucking episode crying bitch ought to be dehydrated all that fake crying she was doing listen i'm i'm going to say this and it may be shady boots but this is my podcast, and I can say what I want, and can't nobody whip my ass, um, as as the internet loves to say when they say some stupid shit, but don't want to be checked on it, so I figure why not. But Portia is a lot of people, especially in recent months on social media and black Twitter, Portia is exactly what a lot of people on, in, in, on, on Twitter are, is perpetually the victim, and it's never their fault. Oh, you talking real spicy. Candace, you see him? Oh, yeah, he ain't playing tonight. And I take I regret oh. nothing. Oh, you came. You came to check you came to check chins and wigs. Okay. Listen, listen can't nobody come from my do-rag. It's 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 strong tightly together. You always better govern your wigs accordingly tonight. Mm. Listen, hey, but port pushes a lot of people on Twitter, and I just say that because listen, we have said it many a time. Nene is a lot, and she is off the wrong on a lot of shit. She is not wrong about Portia because, mm-hmm. as we talked about last week, Portia knew that what Phaedra told her was a lie because you went from trying to have a threesome with Candy and Todd, and they turned you down. So you knew that they weren't trying to do nothing nothing involving with you because they turned you down for a threesome. So you knew that Phaedra was on some bullshit, and you went along with it and was complicit in, in, in spreading a rumor that you knew not to be true. Again, sounds a lot like Twitter. So mm-hmm. you are not a victim. You are complicit in someone's lies and deceit and deception and hurt. Again, a lot like Twitter. And you're not a victim in this shit. And the fact that everybody other than it would take somebody that don't give a fuck and loud and often wrong, but not wrong in this situation, like Nene. To stop acting like the elephant in the room and acting like shit is all sweet when Portia full of shit and the fact that they keep bringing Portia around Candy, I mean, yeah, when when Portia was instrumental in spreading a damning and untrue false claim when this is not the time in the climate that we are in for people to be making up false stories and shit, Portia transfer that shit and everybody keep trying to act like shit sweet except Nene and Candy and Kenya and 
Kenya off be off a rocker too, but she shouldn't tell no one goddamn lie about Portia. No, the thing about it is Portia want to act like <laughs> Portia. It reminds me of like when there's a tragedy that happens to an often uh, family of color, and everybody is rushing them to forgive before they even have a chance to grieve and shit. I feel like it's the same thing. Like they trying to force Candy to to talk to. Portia and Portia trying to force her to talk to her and hurry up and get over and hurry up and forgive and it's like this shit just happened number one number two y'all should know from Candy's personality from being on the show for however long and how she's been acting this is not no shit that you just let go this is some shit that has been that has been done and that's it like this is nothing to forgive it, it ain't no take back sees it ain't no okay i'm over it we let's talk it out like this is something that you did and you're gonna live with the shit because i don't fuck with you i'm not ever gonna fuck with you and candy said that i'm never gonna fuck with you i'm never candy gonna be cool with barely you. candy barely forgave the bitches that she made hit records with and y'all expecting her to forgive a bitch that she been on tv for four for what six seven years with child that accused her of being a rapist, a potential rapist, or whatever you want to call it, when she knew it was absolute and all the bullshit and false, man, look, yeah, man, if I can, I'd be like, man, fuck y'all. And you was, I would have to tell Portia, I can't forget you till you let me sleep you one time, bitch. I got to, I got to punch your lights out, child. You better than me, because I'd have been like, I'm for every time that you told that lie, I'm gonna whoop your ass, and then we can talk about forgiveness. Because you, I'm tired of playing with you, bitch. And you trying to speak like, bitch, don't speak to me. Why do you keep trying to speak to me? It is painfully obvious. I don't want to communicate with you, bitch. I ignore you every time. Every time. And I think it's one of those things where it's everybody else making it a big deal, bigger deal than it needs to be. Because as someone who, um, admittedly, I go into situations sometimes with people that I don't like. But I, I'm not one to cause a ruckus in mixed company. But there's nothing wrong with if two people don't fuck with each other, they can be in the same space and not acknowledge each other and not speak and it not be a big deal. It's not being immature. So the fact that y'all keep, oh, it's so uncomfortable. It's only uncomfortable because y'all making it uncomfortable. If you would, you make it more uncomfortable by trying to force Candy to deal with this lying ass bitch. Correct. Because it is perfectly like they... You cannot tell me that it was that that it was impossible to separate to keep Candy and goddamn Portia separated when they was on that goddamn train. You can't tell me that it was impossible. Right. They did that shit on purpose, and and Candy better than me because I'd have flipped the table even before they got to that part when they had the um the little the little wedding for Kenya, which um, that shit was weird as fuck. That mm, um, but even then, like when Portia uh, came up to her and tr- and apologized, and like Candy, like first of all, Candy didn't even hide the this the, the the um the, the the discomfort and the disgust on her face, and then like that, why she, she walked off when she walked off? Listen, and Candy rolled them eyes from here to, to Beijing. Yeah, uh, Candy was on Beijing time with that eye roll. She was. You bitches can't even spell Beijing. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, London, with the ad news. I had checks to cash. <laughs> we got checks to cash. <laughs> and that's the real thing. So that was it with the. Uh, I didn't have anything else. I'm like, I'm just. Uh, I just want to drag Cynthia real quick before mm-hmm. we get up out of here. Oh, bitch, you are fucking fifty years old <coughs> with no opinion of your own. I'm really fucking tired, Cynthia Bailey. 
Because Cynthia flip flopped real quick on that shit with Yo, Kenya. 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 What's the lady name? Kenya. Kenya. There you go. Sorry. Cynthia, your menopause has more guts than you do. Like, you literally ran out of a room crying because these bitches, Shady Kenya, who is one of the shadiest bitches of all time on the Atlanta series. I just, I don't want you guys asking me about Kenya. I respect her decision. No, bitch, you don't. That bitch just bullied you into respecting her decision. Right. Like, how is this bitch always getting bullied? Like, she, you know, she has one of those personalities where she wants to keep the peace at all costs. And she let them get to her because that shit didn't have anything to do with you not want to hear them talk shit about Kenya. What you didn't want, and they talked about it a little bit, or at least Nini pretty Nini bullied her into accepting that truth, is that you feel some kind of way because you know that there's validity in what Marlo and them are saying. And you know you hurt that that's supposed to be your best friend and, and you haven't met her husband, didn't know she was getting married, X, Y, and Z. Anybody would be upset. If they best friend anything had like, a whole fucking husband out of nowhere and they haven't even met the nigga. Haven't even met the haven't even met the nigga. Before motherfuckers Not knew, even on FaceTime. Like bitch, it's 2017. Can I at least FaceTime the motherfucker? Before motherfuckers knew who I was dating publicly, y'all knew what the fuck was going on in my personal life. Y'all was the first ones to know I was fucking pregnant. Wasn't no fucking secret amongst my friends. Like, so the fact that this woman went and had a whole wedding, she didn't just elope with her and the dude and, like, one other person or some shit. She had a wedding. She opted not to invite Cynthia or Candy. That is not friendship to me. Don't tell me about no elope shit. That wasn't no elope. Bitch, you had a destination wedding and did not invite people you claim to be friends with. And Cynthia, oh, raggedy, scary ass, too scared to say, you know what, bitch? I got a problem with this, hoe. I do. I don't know. Like, what's real? You moving funny. Real funny. Funny, bitch. Because when you and uh, Nene was on the house, bitch, you was was ringing my line 24-7 to build an alliance. But now I can't come to your funky ass wedding to your uh, fly-by-night husband? Oh, baby, fuck no. Fuck you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, the other thing I I would say about Cynthia, that scene where um, they was talking about Kenya... um, um uh was it her uncle that passed? Her grandma? Yeah, yeah, her grandma. Okay, it was her grandma. And Portia ass got up and went back to the other side of the car. I mean, yeah, the other side of the train, the car, whatever, and started crying. And everybody was and it was like Cynthia <laughs> hilarious Curtis. And Cynthia was like, I'm you know, she was like on some her confession, she was like, I'm you know, I, I I'm willing to put I I'm, I want everybody to move forward, and I want everybody oh, to put the bullshit yeah. past us. It's always the motherfucker that's not affected by somebody being uh, an asshole and malicious towards them to want motherfuckers to move on. It's always yeah. the motherfucker that it's always the motherfucker that's not affected that want everybody to stop being messy, quote unquote, and move forward, and right. everybody come together and shit. Girl, fuck you. Right. Correct. And but I will say, I will, I will say, Cynthia had a point in that conversation with Portia because she was like if you got an issue with everybody in there and your friendships are fucked up you need to look at yourself and ask yourself what are you giving to these friendships yeah, I give her so, I, give her some, I gave her that but then the rest of it I was like Cynthia girl bye yeah I give her some potpourri on that I give her that 
Right. Like one or two pedals. That's it. Not too much. Yeah, not too much. Yeah. I'll give up a pedal on there. But and that was shit. That was that was pretty much the whole episode, to be quite also, honest. One one other thing I want to say. Can they please, 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 for the love of all that is that is that is good in this world, give Sheree another damn wig in her confessionals. Please. Oh yeah. God damn. Like why y'all up here got her dress up here in this confession in this weird looking like a uh, Dollar Tree storm? Like what the fuck? She definitely got an atomic blonde wig on. To be like, honest, they could show Sheree from the waist down. Well, in a confessional, yeah. like Nanny from Muppet Babies. <laughs> Just show the ankles. Just show the ankles. Just show the ass. That's all we need to see from Sheree. Yeah. Correct. You can see that ass from the front because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and her, her this this storyline with her boyfriend in jail, all of this is stupid. It is. She really, she really is too old to be putting commissary on niggas' books. Mm-hmm. She get outside to take phone calls and shit, collect calls from the jail. Are you, are you well, ma'am? Still the pen paddling on um, NDCs. So, uh, what's the next show? I'm trying to decide which one was spicier. Let's go to Married to Medicine. I was gonna say I think Married to Medicine because Black Ink Crew that ending was a lot. Not the ending, that middle part. Yeah. Um, what happened on? Uh, uh so <laughs> Doctor Heavenly need her ass beat. I'm Dr. sorry. Doctor Heavenly is one of those kind of women that thinks the world begins and ends with mm-hmm. a man, mm-hmm. and it is really weird to me for her to be that accomplished and still put all her faith in men and like, in girl, having a man. That's dick. I mean, if you got if you got one, you could get another one, and another one, and another one after that, and two more, and then you could triple up. Like mm-hmm. it's just penis. Like it is not that deep. She, those comments about <clears throat> quad and maybe she can't have kids, bitch. Yeah, I was glad that Doctor Contessa checked her ass on that. Checked the fuck out of her. Told her to shut up. And I'm like, I don't know if Dr. Contessa is the bitch that you want to be rumbling with because didn't she serve in the branch of the military? Like, yeah, you will for sure get your ass beat. Dr. Contessa really, she is, she really is with the shits. Like, Dr. Heavenly couldn't even believe she told her to shut the fuck up. She was like, because Dr. Heavenly told her to shut up first, and then she couldn't believe that she was like, no, you shut the fuck up. Right. Don't say that shit no more. Don't like, ever tell that to another woman. I was like, yes. Yes. Like, and I was on the fence with Dr. Contessa at first because I feel like that wig might be a bad choice for the shape of her head, but that's not here nor there. That wig um, do make her head look long as a Monday after, after a three-day weekend. Uh, very do. stressful. You do. Yeah, you do. Make her head a little longer than black church. Yeah. Baptist church. Easter, church of Easter church. Yes. Oh, girl. Pastor's girl. anniversary church. Oh, God. Mm, yep. Revival. Woo. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Dr. Heavenly is trash. And she then I'm like, trash. so you, you've been disrespecting this woman from start, purposefully saying her name wrong. Coon Tessa. Coon. Like, you know good and damn well it's Contessa. When the shade was, in here acting stupid. When, when the shade was out of the two, she looked like a coon. She is Dr. a coon. What you mean, look like? Dr. Heavenly looked like Crash Bandicoot with that underbite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what Dr. Heavenly looked like to me a little bit? Remember, uh, she looks like, um, remember in Bebe's Kids? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you already baby, laughing? His it's baby, baby mama. mama's friend. 
<laughs> no, if you if you combine the baby mama and a friend together, that's Doctor Heavenly. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what kind of pissed me off about Doctor Heavenly, and because as a woman, and um, women, first off, Doctor G is much older than Quad. <clears throat> Secondly, Quad been getting money, and we have discussed this before. It is well known that Dr. G pulled Quad out the strip club. So Quad is familiar with how to get a dollar, be it on reality TV, be it from her husband, doctor, or be it on somebody pole. She going to get to a dollar. So it ain't like she needs his money. But I understand. Why would I want to have a baby with you when you already controlling? Mm -hmm. So if I got to depend on you to take care of me and this baby, you really going to be a motherfucker. Right. Why would I want to have a baby with you when you already demeaning me as your wife? Like, yes. Oh, I pay. I take care of you. I take care of the kids. I do this, nigga. Fuck you. Right. I'm not having a motherfucking thing. Furthermore, uh, it is very easy not to get pregnant when you in 2017, especially when you got the resources. Okay. It ain't mm-hmm. nothing to get a prescription for some birth control, especially when your husband a doctor. So. Dr. Heavenly talking about, well, maybe she can't have kids. Bitch, shut up. Like, that wasn't even your place to say, even if she couldn't. Right. He's just insensitive that- about the shit. Exactly. And that's what blows me. Like, a woman being insensitive about that to another woman is something that I don't understand at all. At all. At all. all right. When, 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 two episodes prior, before you went on a trip, your own daughter was like, Mama, you wild. Her daughter is fed the fuck up with her. I know her, her daughter be like, "Don't I, speak to me." I know me. her family be glad when she be gone. Mm-hmm. Like I know they be sick of her goddamn mouth. She don't know when to shut the fuck up. Right, <laughs> all uh, talk, and that's and, and that makes it even worse. Like you all talk, you just all talk. Exactly. That's was about to make your ass all whooped. <laughs> she's about to dog walk that broad. That's what, uh, that's what was about was, to happen. Doctor, if Doctor Contessa didn't didn't count to ten and back. Shit, Doctor Heavenly might have uh, had a one way express to heaven. Shit, the hell. Correct. Keep on fucking uh, around. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sick of them uh, acting like Toya is like dog or some shit when a lot of their lives is falling apart because they always trying to keep shit hush. Like maybe if you motherfuckers was opening y'all mouths, a lot y'all marriages wouldn't be falling apart and shit. Y'all been living in hush and keeping shit secret and, and trying to be classy for so long that y- y'all done got caught with y'all asses out here. Dr. Jackie's so classy that her husband went and had a whole ass goddamn affair. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Dr. Simone. She always trying to be super classy and quiet. Her marriage falling apart. Right. Quiet marriage falling apart. Like, maybe if y'all got, maybe if y'all was more vocal, more honest, and stopped trying to portray this perfect picture, like, you wouldn't be so embarrassed when shit does go wrong. Like they are very fucking weird to me. And like, get make no mistake about it. Toya gets on my nerves, but Toya is honest. Toya didn't hide her hand when they got in tax trouble. Toya ain't hide her hand when her and uh, Doctor Eugene's sex life was getting a little blah. Like Toya don't hide her hand about shit that go wrong in her life. So it's hard to embarrass somebody who don't hide shit. You can't shame the shameless. Yeah. yeah. We didn't have yeah. nothing left. That's why her ass failed getting out that shuttle. Yeah, and she ain't had no shame in that because she <laughs> nope. had all that ass to catch her. 
Mm-hmm. I know that bitch back was hurting though. I know she had to take two a leave. Oh God. <laughs> Ooh, Three. You know you be <laughs> fucked up when you take more than the recommended doses <laughs> and don't care about dying. You be like, fuck it, I'm gonna just take three. I know this shit say don't take more than two in twenty four hours, but fuck it. Like oh I'm no, take my, what is you I'm doing? gonna take my chances. Yeah, but aside from that, I that whole thing, and this is what I was saying earlier on about Real Housewives about trying to force people to get along and shit. That shit, which like, how you how you surprise everybody on a trip with a bitch oh, that nobody that like? That shit annoyed me. Yeah, listen, that was, that was, and it's like just because y'all were able to get over because it, it was not too long ago when y'all was throwing literally, literally throwing hands. Uh, uh, yes. Yes, wasn't they? Who mama jumped in? Toya, <laughs> didn't Toya mama jump in the fighting shit? Uh huh. It was Toya mama when her and uh, Mariah was fighting. Like that's yeah. what I was. I was. That's what I was gonna say. Like I agree with you, Candace. Toya is m- more honest than all the other girls. Oh, but she's still annoying as fuck. Right? Yeah, yeah she's she still bitchy. Like, like I and I was finna say I agree with you, and then I agree with Curtis. Like she was trying to force force it, and it was painful. Oh yeah, I was. I was about to get to that part about Mariah. First of oh, all, yeah, Mariah yeah. made it painfully obvious in the reunion last season that she didn't want to have shit to do with none of them. She said Dr. Jackie uh, she said Dr. Jackie was a fake friend and Dr. Simone uh, was always going against her and she talked about Quad like a goddamn dog. She talked about Toya like a goddamn dog. She talked about Dr. Heavenly like a dog. Uh, That lady with the gay husband um, she's not on this season, right? No. Uh, Aiden? Whoever, yeah, no, she's not, not on the season. <clears throat> um, so she like made it obvious she just was not fucking with them. Period. So for her to for her to bring her ass, especially on a girls trip, like girl, you did the fucking most with the least, and somebody should have thumped you in your goddamn forehead. Right. She, she was dead. Like Quad was about to. Yeah, because she was dead ass. Like Quad, we're not about to do this, and, and Quad was like, are are we not about to do this? Quad was like, what no, we don't do? What don't we do? Because Quad, <laughs> Quad, 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 Quad was like, why are you doing that? Why, like, <laughs> and she why kept, you like, hear me? Like, following Quad around and was in their room and... Yo, when Quad told her you could sit on the bed. <laughs> Listen, and she was dead serious, too. <laughs> the face that she made. <laughs> and Quad I, was like, dead serious. And she had every right because she is the one that spilled all the Quad's tea on her past. Call mm-hmm. her all type of gutter rats, and you ain't shit, and you, you know, all this other shit. So that's uh, I I wouldn't have shit to say to the bitch either. Mm-hmm. But I mean, first and foremost, I'm not gonna have nothing to say to a bitch who ain't got her eyes done like tiny. Well, that's yeah. first and foremost. Yeah. <laughs> well. Second of all, you're not gonna force me to talk to you. You're not gonna force me to forgive you just because you happen to invade on our girls' trip, and now we stuck with your bitch ass. I don't give a fuck, bitch. Like I said earlier, grown folk who don't fuck with each other know how to navigate a room with another motherfucker that they don't fuck with and it not be an issue. I it's everybody else that I makes honestly, it an issue. I honestly would have said no to the trip. But see, that bitch was she trying should've. to get on the show and get a check. And she yep. ain't low. That bitch wanted a check. And bitch, you could have waited to the next episode to get that check. But I would how- have imposed on the trip with a bunch of women that I just told fuck and you. leave me the fuck alone. And how you know she was there for a check because that bitch got there early. She was sitting in that room with nothing to do. Wait that for bitch was just there. sitting there. That bitch was just sitting there like like sounding like a Dave Chappelle skit. 
So just drink a little shampoo. Like, bitch, you ain't got no games on your phone or nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Remember, bitch was calling the concierge like y'all got games up here. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was, when I saw that, I said, oh, she's here for the money. She's here for the check, right? Yeah. You could tell it was so fake and forced that she don't fuck with these with these motherfuckers, and that they don't fuck with her. Because even Doctor Jackie was like, I'm not, no, I'm not comfortable saying that. Like, me uh, and this bitch got issues. Because uh, the first, uh, the first thing out her mouth when they was talking to uh, Doctor Contessa, because she wanted to leave, she like, girl. You don't never know when the devil gonna show up. She don't even want to fucking be there. She don't like them bitches, and they don't like her. Like, Toya always orchestrating some shit, and that's why when Dr. Heavenly called her messy, I wasn't necessarily mad. It was just some Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man mean shit. Like, y'all both messy. Like, you was definitely messy than a motherfucker. And then when Toya started throwing a temper tantrum because um... Because everybody Why, wasn't but, falling uh, over Mar- Mariah being there, but it was like, but Dr. Contessa and Dr. Heavenly had some serious shit. Like, they was about to throw blows. And Toya threw a temper tantrum, like, oh, well, if everybody just gonna act like everything is okay. And it's like, you so fucking dense that you can't come in this room and read the body language and the atmosphere no, and see. Mariah, that- Mariah was the one that told her, like, she mocked her and was like, mocked her what she and then, and then Mariah right. told her, like, you really expect everybody is going to be a smooth transition like me and you and everybody obviously has issues and shit. Like, Mariah was like, girl, what? Like, what are you even doing? Throwing a whole temper tantrum. Whole ass got, got everybody in there looking crazy and shit. And I was just like, mm. I did like the convo between Quad and Dr. Jackie, though, because like Candace was saying, they the main ones that bottle everything up. <laughs> So to see at least a little bit of something leak and and see them have a real conversation and Quad be honest about things that's going on. I'm rooting for I mean, Quad. I'm rooting for Quad too. I get it though. I get not wanting to share your your tea with no Toya because. Oh yeah, I definitely wouldn't have told Toya none of my personal business. I wouldn't have told her a motherfucking thing. Nope. Okay. You're gonna ask me how often we fucking? Let me tell you whose business that is. Not yours. Exactly. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> when Toy was like, I mean, I don't want to be opening it up to nobody, and they're not gonna do the same with me. Quad was like, Well, shut it down then. Wrap it yeah. up. Right. Wrap it up. Yeah. Yep. Right. Uh, that was, I, that I was, was, was about to say that Doctor, uh, that that Greg is ugly. For I just wanted to make a mention of that. All the husbands are ugly except for Doctor Simone. Uh, Doctor Simone, Doctor Simone, Simone husband. husband. Hey, that Dr. Simone's husband, he a handsome older man. I ain't gonna tell you no he lies. A, I ain't he gonna a cat hold daddy, you. for real. He yeah. is, for real. If We gonna talk about it. Yeah, he the only handsome husband. All the rest of them. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, I, I couldn't tell with Dr. Contessa's husband. I don't think he ugly. Was that the uh, one that he like Donnell Jones? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't call him ugly either. I wouldn't call yeah. him ugly. He definitely walked in and like he was about to start singing Come and Be My Baby Tonight. Right. <laughs> Accurate, accurate. But the rest of them, and then uh, what's what's Quad husband name? Greg, Doctor G. Greg, I need Greg. I don't know what Greg need because them britches be falling off them hips, and I'm like, sir, what is going on? I don't even know how to fix that. Like, he just. Mm. That's why Quad don't want to have babies because Doctor G got the Quad got the baby bearing hips. Okay. <laughs> Call that nigga thick, madame. Listen. Other than that, the husbands didn't. The husbands didn't give shit. Uh uh-uh. uh, no. I think that's all I got for me. That was all I had for Mary Tomato. <clears throat> Damn. They could have missed me with all that swamp shit, though. For real. 
I know oh, that. Yeah. That, was, you, that was filler. That's like in, in like yeah. you know, watching the cartoon and shit. And <laughs> that was that was Mariah's on her way. <laughs> so we got to get the guy. <laughs> so right. Yeah. Right. I know scheduling when I see it, bitch. <laughs> right. Uh, booked. Uh, mm. So, uh, yeah. So I think we can wrap it up with Black mm. Pink. So, uh, yeah. First of all, all that hollering. I was, oh, I had to turn my TV down. I was like, God damn. Like you uh, before, we, before we get there, let me say something. Melanie is proof positive why I never have, never will let a white man even think about sniffing my vagina. That white man be talking to her like she is lower than shit. Oh, what's his name? Laszlo? Lilo, Lasso, Lassie, whatever his name is. Little, little dick ass motherfucker. He got to have a little dick because the way he was, mm -mm. I mean, I get it. $30,000 is a lot, but first first of all, I'm at work. First of all, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, if your bitch owe $30,000 to the IRS, coming to embarrass her at work is not the smartest thing you can do. Not the smartest thing. Right. Goddamn um 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 what um shit to- Toya um Toya and goddamn um her husband. Shit, they owe the IRS and her husband don't be talking to her like, like that. Listen, that's because uh, he ain't got no energy. The, that's cause his ass driving eight hours. Is, well they owe the IRS in six figures, but he also a six figure nigga. So that's true. Uh, that's true. And but like I probably said probably secured six figure income from being on that show. So it probably wasn't hard to get that shit paid down, to be truthfully honest. Melanie, on the other hand, I'm trying to figure out how the fuck you fuck your taxes up so bad that you didn't know you owed thirty thousand dollars. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck you've been doing as a tattoo artist that you owe thirty thousand dollars to the IRS. Right. She's like, I've been paying my taxes. I'm like, to who? No, to who, bitch? The <laughs> Like this bitch doing her, her taxes on a goddamn etch a sketch because ain't no way in hell you put your information in TurboTax and you owe thirty thousand dollars. That's not how that works. It's not how any of this works. <clears throat> but yeah, he yeah. was definitely trash for that shit. Um, sees <coughs> sees trash. He, I'm trying to figure out how you got all these businesses and you not making sure your shit is renovated, like. That uh, was real confusing to me. Like, I get it. You got a manager there, but you also see how these motherfuckers are. But then again, he's like that too. So, I think, uh, but I think this go back to what Ryan said on Twitter about how when they when they recording, how he they don't actually got control of them goddamn shops. Yeah, that might be right because True. because you know, good and well, if C's had to pay for that shop renovation, it wouldn't have been no shop renovation. I think VH1 and that and Big Fish Entertainment paid for the renovation, and so they probably spent it like that. But Melanie always fucking complaining. These grand ideas, bitch, and you complaining. Like, right. just shut the fuck up and manage the shop. Like, are you okay? No, the fuck she not. No, she's not. And then you 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 hire this. I don't. Is that nigga even legal? Like. You hired a nigga named the Vagina Slayer, okay? Now, mm. I am pretty fucking sure that that's his Instagram name. I am pretty fucking sure or, he's not going by his government name on Instagram. At the very least, is hashtag Vagina Slayer on every picture. At the very least. At the Which very fucking least. You didn't know. And two, two, really confused about her 
of being offended by his nickname. Like it, like Mel, Mel reminds, she reminds me of some of the feminists on Twitter. Like they pick the weirdest heels to die on. <laughs> uh, that is not a heel to die on, especially when it wasn't, uh, especially when you're not being disrespected, especially the industry, the environment y'all work in. Like, no office setting. Cut the shit. Right. I mean, I get it because she's like, I just renovated this place and I'm trying to be professional and classy, but you can't pick and choose when you're going to enforce it because C's just came in there being a whole nigga and you got whatever the wall in there being a whole nigga. So it's just kind of like... Y'all still having goddamn parties in the tattoo shop. Like, miss me, bitch. Y'all having uh, a party that makes for, no sense for having... Y'all having a party for having renovations done. Right. Hey. Y'all spent money on renovations and then you're going to spend more money on a party to celebrate the renovations. Like, Where they do that at? The fuck along. Where they do that at? Like, it was... She was being mad dramatic and mad extra. And you was breaking your neck to get C's up there. As soon as that nigga walked in, he undermined your authority. Be careful what you ask for, bitch. Mm-hmm. Right. I thought um, I thought it was I thought it was weird as hell that Teddy took C's to get a to get a to get tested. Oh. I also thought it was weird and typical nigga that C's didn't know anything about sexual health until the yeah. doctor told him. I was like, yo, he was like, well, I can't get my dick sucked. And the doctor was like, yeah, you can get your penis sucked as much as you want to, as long as you wear a condom. Man, I ain't never heard that. I was like, okay. I was like, C's is a typical Twitter nigga, because that's some shit a Twitter nigga would say. Because <laughs> yep. only a nigga want to use his dick to his full advantage, but not know shit about sexual health. Yeah, but it still was weird. I still feel like Teddy is being like really, he really creepy, creepy yeah. and jealous this year, this season so far, especially because even the even the skankiest <laughs> looking tattoo artists have to have a clean bill of health to tattoo. So. It's like you do you being extra. Like like I'm not even being yep. funny. Like C's opened up a shop in Atlanta. He opened up a shop in Orlando. And in order for him to be able to tattoo in both shops, he had to uh he had to be tested in them states. So, you know, for like, you know, hepatitis, HIV, mm-hmm. all that kind of shit. So it was <coughs> like you doing a, a lot, Teddy. Like also, yeah. the nigga ain't dying. Also, um, so the criminal justice system is trash. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Teddy uh needed to get the fuck off my TV, acting like his brother was just hanging out with a couple friends, uh, chewing bubble gum, and the police. Right, it was just a couple of grams. Him. He acting like it was just a couple of grams. Like, sir, he, that's a murder. Like, no, if you are accused of murder, they not just gonna let your ass be walking free. If they can like, help it. Like, that's not how that works. Like, almost four years is really fucking excessive to get a bond hearing. And Absolutely. I, I, heard, I won't argue that at all. We, I heard about, you know, we saw the uh, Khalif Browder story about how they did him. Because they did the same thing to him. You know, he couldn't even get a, a bond hearing. They kept pushing it back, pushing it back, pushing it back. But, um, <clears throat> you know, to talking about, they said... You know, if two or more people was in a group, they could call it a gang. Now, sir, 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 you know that's not what happened. I'd rather you not even discuss the shit on TV than you get on TV and lie about it. Exactly. You and your, you and your brother, your brothers and his friends was not dressed like Mister Rogers, sitting on the stoop in New York, reading, uh, 
reading a book and the police just picked them all up and they uh and they penny uh and they penny loafers and shit. Like just don't discuss it. Dead ass. Like don't discuss it if you're gonna lie about it. Just just shut up. Nigga doing the absolute most. You know what it is? Teddy wanna have a storyline. Yep. That's what this is. And between, and I'm not even... between his brother and his quote unquote concern for C's, he's like, I'm a I'ma squeeze a storyline some kind of way. Yeah. Just like I'm gonna squeeze into this shirt, I'm gonna squeeze a storyline. <laughs> Cause them, some of them clothes was a little bit, a little bit on the small side. And as a team, as a as a member of Team Chunk, I'm all for. We got to dress for our size. Can't be out here giving giving buttons the business, stressing buttons out and shit. Listen, dress the body, dress the body you have, not the body you want. Hey, yep. Teddy was out here squeezing into that shit like the Mickey nigga squeezing to his tank top. Mm. Too far. Uh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. uh I'm a I'm a whole I'm a whole sky to the last minute because you know we got a lot of tea on Sky and Duchess and uh, mm-hmm. the shit with Sky Sun, but uh uh okay listen what kind of missing chromosome ass family did Donna ex husband come from with a brother with a brother named Maxwell and a sister named Maxie you motherfuckers <laughs> are degenerates. Like y'all must be y'all must be sibling cousins. Muzzins. <laughs> like like um, when we was on single summer case for shiny said muzzin. That's what they got is <laughs> muzzin, ma cousin. Yeah, that that is fucking weird. Yeah, that whole thing. So somebody uh said something interesting on Twitter and I hadn't watched the episode yet uh today, so I was watching it before we started recording. And so when Donna and Maxie started arguing and first of all, you could tell by Donna—I mean by Maxie's demeanor—that she was lying, like a motherfucker. Like she was lying as soon as she she uh stepped into place. She was she was there to lie, right? Yeah. And <clears throat> when Donna was like, "Oh, she oh he don't he don't be whooping my ass." First of all, you took way too long to say no, right? You had that weird look on your face that that I'm lying look, but I hope nobody clocked my teeth. And then, but what the person on Twitter said was, you notice. That after that, Maxie said, "But you was fucking him after." Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I heard that. that, and I was like, "After what, ma'am?" I thought he didn't put his hands on her. So what was she fucking him after? And then she was like, "What do you expect me to say? That's my brother." Okay, ma'am, we got all like, the okay, so we you, need. Yeah, first, we got everything we need right first there. First of all, ma'am, I got a real problem with you wearing a whole a, a Spanx girdle and a cut off sweatshirt. In a bra. That's my first problem with you. She bitch. was definitely in there dressed like a Mortal Kombat character. Like, bitch, what are you wearing? Bitch, I know a Spanx when I see one. She was dressed like a Tom. And you wearing you wearing underwear as outerwear, and you is out of fucking control, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I, bitch, bitch, I caught you. Bitch, you busted like a can of biscuits. That's what you look like, <laughs> and that's I caught you, you fucking hussy, you skank. And oh. secondly, when Donna pulled that mace out her panties, <laughs> she had me on the floor. She's like, "This is what I do, bitch." <laughs> and whoever whoever Maxie's friend was that was talking all that shit, that's what happens when you talk shit. Uh, Came up there favorite. to de- to defend a nigga that y'all know been putting his hands on her, and that's why you call a mouth a mouth full of mace. Mouth, first, of mace all, mouth. first of all, Maxwell has been caught on fucking camera threatening Donna. 
from jail. They showed it like three times and during the episode. So that shit is on camera. It's on tape. So you're not finna sit up here and act like this woman telling no bold face ass lie. And what she got to lie about? Her her mouth already looked like a bad game of Tetris. Like, what does she have to lie about? <sighs> that was that was amazing. Why be quiet? What the heck? Nah, she do she do look like she waiting for the L looking Tetris piece to come down. Absolutely, because because that gap in that is such an anyway anyway anyway. And, and I you don't, want I, you want to know what is very very fucking hilarious? Donna is very young. Like I'm talking about Donna is from Cleveland. Donna is like class of like 2013 or some oh. shit like that. Ooh, that's a baby. Oh no, baby. Wait, class of 2000. Whoa. That's a literal child. Oh. Still. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> oh. no didn't they say oh. that she like 23? Yes, she is yeah. very young. Yeah. She's look, very oh. young. Black do crack. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. dry. She look like she on meth life. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. But yeah. I appreciated her being about that life because she pulled that mace out and pulled them hands out and them feet. Yes. Oh, she already knew that she already knew that um that um vitamin water respiration was there for some good shit. And you know what else I appreciated? That she didn't fuck up the new shop on the inside. Nope. She brought her She's- outside. She said, let's step outside to the back where shit's still raggedy. Mm-hmm. Like, they're bringing the shit out, out to the back where Dutch's name still on there. Yep. Yeah, that was... No, they had they had spray painted they over had it. Sp- they had painted over it by the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Which was some stupid and petty, but whatever. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like, let's not act like Dutch's ain't helped that shot become what it was, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, she Dutch's is a, a full-blown mess, but... Yeah. Let's not get repeated in this history. Yeah, let's let's not start acting like white people about the history of Black Ink. Let's not act like this is Black Ink Chicago and everybody got delusions of grandeur of what they did to help the shop get to where it was. Because uh, on the on the highest of keys, Duchess actually did put money into right, Black Ink. Right, exactly. So, right. So yeah. let's not spend that like. Uh, so, oh, so that's a good segue. Uh, so. Duchess was on the Breakfast Club. Yeah, okay, I didn't so watch. Was, oh shit! I didn't hold on. I watched a good portion of it. I okay. didn't watch all of it. I, okay. I stomach as much of Charlemagne as I could. Okay, because I don't, um, I don't, I don't care who was on there. I don't watch their interviews. I don't fuck with the Breakfast Club like that. So yeah, um, so I, I did get the meat and potatoes of the situation, and so Duchess was on the Breakfast Club, and uh, on the season premiere last week. C's pretty much uh, said that Duchess is trying to sue him, sue him for half of his shops and that uh, Duchess is making diss songs about him and she's harassing them and she was fired and all this other shit and she is just mad because she can't film with them and yada 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 and as a retaliation that's why she did the shit with having Sky's uh, son get interviewed in, uh, in her shop and all this other shit. And so Duchess was on the Breakfast Club. And so uh, pretty much she said that uh, Sky's uh, baby father reached out to her and asked her could 
um, could they do the interview in her shop? And she said, yeah. Uh, two, she was not fired from Black Ink. Uh, she brought the paperwork with her. And Big Fish Entertainment, who is the management company that owns the rights to the Black Ink franchise, uh, offered her a spinoff deal to do Pretty in Ink. And she turned it down. Uh, she said she was tired of doing reality TV. Uh, she was tired of having her life dictated, which pretty much matches up with things we've heard from Ryan from Black Ink Chicago mm-hmm. and, Brid- and Bridget Kelly from Love and Hip Hop. And she was saying that the producers from VH1 and Black and Big Fish uh, told her that she needed to set a wedding date for her for her and C so that they could start working on the wedding special um, because they had been engaged long enough. And she said that they was not ready to get married. They had a lot of issues to work out and they told her that the, that she either needed to set a date or that they needed to break up and uh when she didn't do either or you know they just kind of started doing and you know putting a lot of obstacles in their way and they ended up breaking up she says that she never sued sees for half of anything she sued sees for the money that she gave him to for the shop when he didn't have it, like for like shit, like when he had thousand dollar light bills and the lights was getting cut off and shit like that. And so um, that's what she said. She sued him back for the money that he was supposed to pay her back when he was having financial issues. Because remember, C's had been arrested a few times for child support and Duchess bailed him out and he had child support issues. So when he was getting money, he had to pay his child support and shit like that. So that's what she said. She said, you know, Anybody with common sense knows that you can't get half of some shit if you was never married to the person for more than 10 years or whatever. And New York is not a common law state. So, uh, so, uh, so that's that. Then Mm. she, uh, yeah. And so then she took jabs at the whole cast and pretty much was like, uh, and they don't know shit about marriage because they never been married. And none of their parents never been married. Ooh. And they all come from single parent households. A lot of them with drug addicted parents who was and a lot of them wasn't even raised by their parents, but their grandparents and shit like that. You so she really, the mic. Yeah, she really she really went for the throat on that one. Um and then she was saying as far as the Scott shit, she was saying that uh Sky got what her hand called for and she regrets nothing. Ooh. Uh she said Sky stuck her nose in she and C's business one too many times while also claiming to be her friend. And so fuck her is pretty much how she summed it up. And she also said that Sky is a huge liar. And she, over the years, she has continuously lied about the nature of those goddamn kids. And uh, that is true. Uh, she was saying how uh, for the longest time she had, she had the cast, not just, not just the people on TV, not just us, but the cast before the show was even on T before the shot was on TV, uh, believing that she had twins. Um, they found out that those boys wasn't twins at the same time we did when the one baby father showed up at the shop and shit. That's when they found out that the boys wasn't twins. Um, the fuck? yep. That's when they, that's when they all found out. And so what you're saying is, can is basically, um, Duchess called Scott a scammer. Uh, not necessarily a scammer, uh, just a fucking liar. She didn't, she didn't necessarily gain anything by lying. She was trying to save face. Okay. Uh, so she, yeah, so 
she she was saying how Scott was telling them how you know when she she gave the boys up for adoption at birth that was a lie. Uh, yeah, we heard that. Uh, yeah. Scott was in Scott was in jail. Well, Sky's mom says Sky and her mom say she was in jail when she gave her mom gave the boys up for adoption. Um, that too was a lie. Damn. Uh, when Sky went when the boys the boys was four and five when they were given up for adoption. That would have made Sky eighteen, uh, if I'm not mistaken, because she had the one when she was fourteen or some shit like that. So she was eighteen. So. Legally, she would have still had to sign the adoption papers. On TV, she asked her mom, was the adoption legal? Bitch, you know. You huh. know. So that's what Duchess said. She said she gave them up when they was four and five, talking about they went to a good family. And the son that they interviewed in her shop, he had just got out of juvie, out of juvie at age 19. He had been in juvie on and off all his life. Um, Scott, she was like, Scott used to tell us how the kids would be traveling around the world and they had passports and they was getting good educations. And she was like, the one of the, they asked the son, like, has he ever been to Dubai? And the, the, little, the son was like, I thought Dubai was a type of motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Said he don't even, he don't, he don't even have a passport. Um, said that, you know, Sky only pretty much reached out to those kids for a storyline because VH1 and Big Fish told her to. Um, so the whole shit about she was going, she wanted to reach out to the kids now that they 18. Well, the oldest son is 19. So if she really wanted to reach out, she could have been reached out off camera. You know, she waited till the cameras was involved to reach out. So yeah, Duchess just said she was full of shit. And she said Sky ain't going to do shit, but run her mouth like she been doing. And that's going to be the end of that. And apparently Duchess is getting money because, uh, on top of owning Pretty in Ink, she also owns a funeral home in North Carolina. And she owns... Yeah, very random. But, you know, <laughs> I, but funerals are big money in the South, I guess. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. So she owns a funeral home and uh, she just finished college. She just finished her degree because I guess she dropped out or whatever and started tattooing. So she finished that and she owns a uh, a store in one of the malls down there and she is has no desire to be uh on black ink so no, sis secured multiple bags oh. yeah she she didn't she didn't come to play she so she, she she trashed but uh she came with receipts so uh caesar and them is being trashed this time yeah, she, mm-hmm. she trashed, but not in not in the ways that we and i kind and i you know what and then for the preview for next week they are going. They with they. Um, Sky is meeting with one of the sons, and it's probably the oldest one from the ration because the son is like not fucking with her like at all. Oh yeah, he going full Hulk, right? <clears throat> and then she, oh, that's my baby. Don't touch my baby. But I mean, in all reality, it looked like they were saving you because it looked like he was about to touch you. I know, right? So because that nigga was blasting the fuck off. He was not here for whatever it is she was trying to say. Yeah, I feel like I feel like she lied about a whole lot of shit. Cause if you lied about key parts, of certain key parts, then like, what else are you lying about? And right, that make you question everything. Like, like dead ass, you lied about when you had them. Um, them being, being twins. twins. Like, you true. lied about when you gave them up for adoption. You lied, like you just lied about so much that like you just not really credible. And so. This, it does seem like you're just trying to have a storyline on TV. Yep. Right. So. Because remember, she said her body was fucked up because she had kids so young and 
you know, and that's when we found out she gave the kids up for adoption, and that's why my body trash, and yeah. <laughs> he ain't the only thing trash, bitch, that's for nope. sure. Nope. You trash right along with your body, I guess. She had all that plastic surgery, and she still looked trash from the neck down to me. Sky has a pretty face, but from the neck down, she still don't look that great to me. Like, you know, like, the, I guess the plastic surgery settled in, like, she just looks all right still. Yeah, not bad, but just, man, just all right. Right, she definitely ain't on no la la status or nothing like that. So, now that, nah. that, that is immaculate work. I'm like, she needs to slide the details on over so we can all get a come up. Cause yeah, cause I'm ready. Yeah. La 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 ain't come to play at all. Listen, I will take out mortgage type financing for that la la work. Okay, be like, what do I need? Do I need? I will work in the shop. Like, what do you want me to do with these saline titties? What you want me to clean up nipples? I got you. I got you. Shit. I I I can do it. <clears throat> you need yeah. me to suck this back fat? I'm I I will hold the canister. Whatever it takes. Yeah. I think that's um, pretty much That's really it, cause yeah. black ink was a fucking mess. <laughs> Shit. Uh, a hell. Well, I think that's it. Me and Candace gotta get out of here. Yes. Uh, yes, booked niggas. Niggas be booked. Hey, niggas be booked. I'm like Masika, booked and busy. Don't do that to yourself. That's that's <laughs> such a disservice. I don't even know why you would do that to yourself. I want you to want better for yourself, but not doing okay. You are not doing amazing, sweetie. No. Hey, Curtis, quick like no sis, no. <laughs> no, we we definitely aim higher than Masika on these shows. He he was like friend, friend. <laughs> You need to love yourself. <laughs> you never compare yourself to what the Masika got going on. God damn. Yeah, you gotta be like see, you gotta be booked and busy. That means you ain't really doing shit, but you just gonna act like it. Okay. Exactly. But Curtis, uh thank you so much, you know, for your your monthly. Yeah, it was fun. These shows was a hot mess this week. Can't wait to do it again in the year of our Lord twenty eighteen. Yeah. Oh, and by that time we'll have um, Love and Hip Hop Miami. Love and Hip Hop Miami. I might come back when that premiere. Matter of fact, I think we said that I'm gonna come back when that yeah. premieres because mm-hmm. now that's gonna be spicy. I, I, I certainly hope so. I certainly hope. Well, so. yeah, I hope so. Because Mona, so. girl. Well, I'm thinking about the people because I don't. I feel like Trina gonna go the the uh, Keisha Cole route. Yeah, I, I just, I just, don't, I just don't see Trina getting like real down and dirty and messy and fighting and all that. I just don't see it. Now, Trick Daddy, on the other hand, ain't no telling what we gonna get from that nigga. That's who I'm thinking we gonna get the get the theater from. Mm-hmm. Trick Daddy and so Trina's, you know uh, Trina's gay cousin. That's the rapper. Is that? I think that's the thing. That the guy he's gay he, he raps too. I think he gonna <laughs> give us drama. Right. Yeah, I agree. I don't, yeah, and all of the no name people because I don't know who them people are. I know, right? Well, this has been episode. Yeah, I'll be back, y'all. Great. Yes. This has been episode twenty one of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast. Like I said, look, love us, fuck with us. You know, share the links with your friends and all that good stuff. Leave us reviews and shit. And we out here. And uh, uh, Curtis, you, I mean, uh, Candace, you got anything before I let Curtis uh, take us out with the benediction? Uh, I don't. I will see you guys next week before the holidays. Be sure to check out uh, Curtis' podcast, The Gay Side Stories, and yes. I, we will see you next week.
All right, and Curtis, take us out with the Lost Commandments. Oh, what's this week's Lost Commandment? I'm trying to let me think. This week's Lost Commandment is Thou shalt not have a big mouth if thou cannot back it up. And I'm talking about you, Dr. Heavenly. Your face already look like mushed toast. And you have all that fucking noise. <laughs> and on that note, bye, y'all.